Welcome to the new pod order, brought to you by FFD260, with your hosts, Joel, Nick, and Alfredo. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of New Pod Order. I am uh, your host, Joel Davis. Uh, with us, we have a special guest today, Zach Thomas. How you doing, Zach? Hey, good. How are you guys? Good, good. And uh, obviously, we always have Nick and sometimes AJ. He's pretty flaky, but we have him too. <laughs> um, with that, uh, let's go ahead and just dive right into it. We've got a lot of news and notes. Starting off with what everybody has been talking about for the last 24 hours. The New York football giants have benched Eli Manning for Geno Smith. Kind of. What? Kind no. Of. Well, they kind of did. Not really. Oh. They kind of. They said, hey, we're benching you, except for do you still want to start because of your feelings and your record? But I, I, mean, I guess now they're saying like, oh, well, Geno, but also we might play Davis Webb. But basically they're giving up the season. Uh, I thought Mara said they're not tanking. Oh, well, well, if that's what you say, whenever you are also saying out of the other side of your mouth that your coach isn't going to last through the whole season, I'm pretty sure you're tanking. The thing is, they are. Nobody's ever going to say, yeah, we're tanking. But um, I was reading something and except the Philadelphia they... 76ers. <laughs> right. So. If if the team this makes sense if the team has done advanced scouting or just any scouting on the incoming quarterback class and they want to make sure they get one of those players, it makes sense to bench your future Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, oh not Smith. future Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> it never makes sense to, to bench. Fuck out of here. Hey, I, I don't like to do, but I don't know how you can't call him a future Hall of Famer. No. Ugh. Did you guys realize oh. that uh, he's still the number two? So, like, whatever they're doing, like, if Gino gets hurt, Eli still goes back in? Well, They're going to play Webb. Yeah. What, what do you think about it, Zach? Let's, let's hear from you. Uh, the only way I think this makes sense is if you start the rookie Davis Webb. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you, like you said, you got that tremendous rookie class of quarterbacks coming in. Why not, you know, see if Davis, uh, yeah, Davis Webb is the guy, you know? Right. Yeah, I agree because I think that – if they don't at least, I mean, even if Davis Webb's good, I still think they draft a quarterback next year. I mean, I don't, I don't see no, how. Probably, yeah. I don't see how they don't. But, but you have to see what they have in him, and that's why I think. I mean, I'm a Mountaineer fan, West Virginia Mountaineer. I, I saw Gino Gino play WVU. He was huge. You know, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever had. Has all of our records. He is terrible in the NFL. Oh, he's awful. Not not good. We know he's not good, and and I just don't understand why they wouldn't want to play Davis Webb. It, it really is. And, and they did whatever. They, they said they might come out and play him. But I just think you, you give the ball to him, give him whatever the next five games to show what he has. The fact that the Jets didn't want him, <sighs> and now the Giants are starting him, mm-hmm. it's just sad. It is. It's sad. Well, I mean, the other thing is, I think I really think Eli's getting fucked here. Oh, for sure. He doesn't. He does not have the best, arguably the best receiver in the league. His his wide receiver core has played terribly this season. They have. I, I'm I'm almost positive. I don't have the stat. I could be making this up, but I'm almost positive they have five more drops than anybody else in the league. Yeah, he was and, the lead, lead. His 
team and, was league leaders. Yeah, it was by five or six drops. And it's, I mean, I just don't see how you can take a team that is completely depleted at their wide receiver core. Evan Ingram is their is their best receiver at tight end, and he basically is a receiver. But it's just, you know, I hate Eli. I'm a Chargers fan. I fucking hate the guy. I've hated him for a lot of years. But I, I don't wish this on, on anybody. I really don't. I think it's a shitty situation. And Ben McAdoo really is the one that deserves to be fired. It's not coming from him, though. It's coming from no, I, Mara. I, like a couple I, weeks ago, he was asking Jerry Reese to look into other quarterbacks. I just where where else is he gonna look? Like they know what they have. Like, well, right. Yeah. I mean, it's it, so after this year, if Eli decides to keep playing, the obvious spots are Denver and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I, Washington. Maybe just for like the revenge thing to kind of keep it in the division i could see that maybe pittsburgh uh, somebody i was talking to actually mentioned the vikings as a possible destination oh, since bro, they geez. have nobody on the vikings, nobody under contract yeah the vikings contract. the vikings are the only team in the nfl that is a quarterback by committee like it is crazy how they just they they have good quarterbacks like it's not that they're bad but they just constantly are on a, a carousel it's nuts you're so, so, here, so. so what do you guys think about the rest of the season? Like, I don't think Gino really is a huge downgrade for Sterling. Sterling Shepard's coming back this week. He's finally got rid of the migraines. He's, he's back from his concussion. Uh, I think that, if anything, it might give Sterling Shepard a little bit more of a ceiling just because Gino's a gunslinger. He just chucks the ball out. To up. the other now, teams. He might, yeah, he might throw five picks. But, I mean, so, Peterman? But Eli wasn't, Eli wasn't throwing – I mean, Eli wasn't doing great. I'm not saying he was fantastic, but – it's it's interesting. I don't think I'm downgrading anybody in this offense though because of this. Are are you guys actually worried now because of Geno? I mean, I downgrade I think... the run game. I mean, Geno's terrible. Oh, their run game was already horrible. Yeah, I was but playing... Orleans was decent as like a, a flex, like low end RB two. Yeah. Well, I think he's unstartable now, and you should not be playing him in any format. I mean, other than, I guess, Evan Ingram, you're still playing him just because of the draft capital you have in him. And plus, he's basically just a receiver. But it's not pretty, and you're not you're not exactly happy about it. But I, I don't know. I don't think it take. I don't think the bottom drops out of what do you What Shepard. do you think about this offense now, Zach? Uh, I mean, speaking of the running game, Gallman, I'm pretty sure he out-snapped Darkwell. It was like 22-17 or something like that. So, I mean, that's becoming more of a committee anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't trust either one of those running backs right now. And then Ingram, I mean, this has got to give him more of a boost having having Geno in there. Yeah, I, I agree that he's – I would hope that Geno's going to check down a little bit and go to some exactly, safer routes. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on to a little bit more quarterback talk. Usually we've got negative news and everybody's hurt. This, this show we are having uh, some more guys coming back. Uh, we have Jimmy Garoppolo set to start. For the forty for the 49ers against the Bears, I'm not a huge fan of this matchup, but I just hope so bad that he crushes it, and the Pats always regret trading him. <laughs> I hope it's so bad. Uh, what do you th- What do you think about Jimmy G, Zach? What's your opinion on him? Oh, I've been I've been waiting for him to take over for Brady, but him coming to San Francisco, honestly, I'm a little nervous just because you know, I mean, the weapons he has has there, it's it's pretty weak. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if you can make something out of this, I mean, the dude could be a real gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I think if they don't see at least what he's got at the end of the season, then what are they doing? Why'd they make the trade? I mean, you know, there's talks of franchise tagging him, and if you don't let the guy play, how are you going to fucking franchise tag him? I mean, you're going to invest 
you know, it's I, I don't know what the what the franchise tag is for QBs right now, but I'm sure it's above twenty million dollars. I think it was it's, like twenty five for him. Yeah, I mean twenty. It's it's ridiculous, and to franchise tag a guy that hasn't played a game for you kind of seems stupid. Even even a guy that's only played five games for you doesn't seem great. But at least they're going to see what he has. Um, what, what do you guys think? Is there what's their schedule? Obviously, they play Chicago this week, but what's the rest of their schedule look like? Is there any decent teams or decent defensive secondaries or whatever that he's going to be going up against? Because I wouldn't consider the Bears a great secondary defense. Um, well, coming up come after him, they're going to come yeah. after him big time. Well, well coming I mean, up, there's no Leonard Floyd. There's no that's like their main pass rush. He's on the IR. I don't think you need a solid secondary with how shitty the wide receivers are. But if we're expecting well, Jimmy G to be this savior. Well, let me, okay, well, let me tell you, let me tell you. These wide receivers first off, first off, I think in Soldier Field, this is not, this isn't a great matchup. It's not a terrible matchup. Soldier Field's sec- terrible, or terrible. Well, well, but, but I'm saying the Bears, but the Bears secondary is not great. Their, their run defense is okay, but their secondary is not great. But after that, he has at Houston, that's, that's a good matchup. He has Tennessee at home. Then he has Jacksonville at home. Is that, that right there? Jacksonville would be my main, can, that, like, obviously, my main obviously, measuring stick. Well, obviously that's a good game to watch, but I don't think that's a good measuring stick because Jacksonville has made everybody look stupid this year. They've been really fucking good. They maybe have one of the most prolific defenses ever. I hate that word, but it's just such a good word. It's such a good word to describe it. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be a good couple games for him to work into the NFL is my point. Well, yeah, I think it's defense sec- or their secondary is pretty awful. They give up a ton of points. Tennessee's is pretty awful as well. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville's obvious. They're just two completely, completely different ends of the spectrum. Like they're like bottom three team, bottom third teams and a top third team. So what's going to happen like fantasy wise? Who's even going to throw it to Marquis Goodwin? Goodwin, right. Trent Taylor, George Kittle. Woof, woof. Like, yeah. it's not – That's it's tough for me to get excited about. You know, everybody's been waiting on Jimmy G and had him on their rosters for three years now, I think, and been waiting for Brady to retire, and now he's in San Francisco. If you have somebody now that is thinking, huh, you, you won't Jimmy, G, Bro, Jimmy G is going to um, come out, you know, if your trade deadline hasn't passed or whatever. Um, and you could still maybe go out and move him, especially in a super flex league. If somebody thinks they're going to, you know, give you an early first round pick for Jimmy G, I would do that all day in a super flex league. Get a chance to get, you know, whoever you want next year. But, but now's the time to sell with, with everybody thinking he's going to come in and crush it. It's, it's the time. I don't think it is. I mean, I think you keep him and Pierre's on the IR. He's still signed for like three more years after this year. Trent Taylor could be like a Julian Edelman-esque player for GT mm. to throw to. Like we we haven't seen anything, but this guy doesn't throw down. I don't know if he's going to have an option to throw it out deep downfield with how bad their O line is. Um, might be a lot of handoffs, but I see a lot of like Breda and Taylor being big threats now or boosted stocks because of Jimmy G. I just think that his value. My point is that I think his right now he's a shiny new toy, and he doesn't have any blemishes. It, you can't say, well, he had that game where he threw two picks and no touchdowns. You know, right now he, he's all potential, and you can really make a case for somebody. My my point is more like super flex leagues where quarterbacks have a lot more, you know, have a lot more value. That I, I think that his it's you can get more than what he will be worth. Is my point. 
Which I, I don't hate holding on to him either. I just I just think it could be could be something that if you, you could get somebody that's a 49er diehard fan to sell you like three first for him, then yeah, of course you're gonna take it. Oh, oh my gosh! You three, three first. first. I mean, do you I remember the guy an, that gave me like for an early first? The, the guy that gave first us round pick. In, in the maximum effort league that sold me like Trent Taylor or Taiwan Taylor in like two seconds for Bethard. Well, there's plenty Dude, of more. He wasn't there's smart. Plenty of morons. There's plenty of morons out That's there. What That's I'm not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that think that 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 you know are sharp or that love Jimmy Garoppolo and have been waiting years for him to play and now. It, they think, look, look, it's finally happening. I want to be on him. I want to have him before everybody else. I'm going to go out and look smart. Exactly. He, and, and at the end of the day, quarterbacks don't matter that much. From 1 to 22, they, they score very similarly. Really, from, from like 4 to 22, they score very similarly. The top three are, are usually a lot higher. But it, you especially wanna, this year, too. Especially, yeah, this year. I mean, this year we have – Matt Moore. We have Jacoby Brissett. I awful, mean, it's awful. It's it's so. Uh, I mean, it's the the starting quarterback caliber is not what we thought it was before the season. Is my point. Brett Hundley. I mean, come on. It's awful. it's been ugly there. Yeah, but but you're starting those guys is my point in, in leagues, and you're starting them in two QB leagues. And you know, if if you think you can move Jimmy Garoppolo and get Saquon Barkley out of it, you do that. Like you do that. Who the. F- <laughs> I'm talking about super flex leagues. Super flex leagues is what I'm talking about right now, because because a, a quarterback for an early first round pick is is tough to do. People way overvalue quarterbacks in super flex leagues, and and that that's my point with Jimmy G. I, I just I, I just think he's all potential, and that's and that's why everybody's so excited. Um, but that's enough. That's enough to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's move on to something that matters. Jay Cutler's coming back, guys, against the Broncos. Jarvis Landry stock back up. Oh, I think Devontae Parker, man, that long ball. No, Keeb. Yeah. I love, I love me some DVP, and uh, I own Landry a little bit, but whatever. I'm, I'm joking. Cutler back against the Broncos. You're not, <laughs> you're not excited about that. It's, it's maybe Julius Thomas would be the only one I'd start because Broncos funnel defense to the tight end. That's the only reason. Not even There's no Tlaib. No, Keeb. That does make a difference. I actually, I forgot about that. I'm honestly surprised that AJ hasn't brought up the revenge game with AJ Derby. Oh, no. there you go. Hey. He's kind of got an injury to his shoulder, though, was... so I don't think he's doing it. I wish I wish you could see his face light up whenever he realized it was a revenge game, whenever you just reminded him. Um, so anyway, anyway, let's move on uh, to Chain Snatch 2.0. Uh, Michael Crabtree versus Keep Tlaib, round two. Um Whatever it is, what it is, it, it I hate football fights. It, I know it, it's they're it, so stupid. Exactly. Yeah, I think but so they're too. so tough. Come on, if you watch, <laughs> if you watch like, the replay enough, that Talib doesn't let go of Crabtree and Crabtree stopped the block, and Talib just kept holding on to him and pulled him down. Well, here's the thing: I don't really care who did what and what against who. It's it, it's irrelevant. It just sucks because we're not watching for them to fight. You know, we're watching for them to play football. And, it happened like two minutes into the game. And, and don't get me wrong, I love you know, I love that Akeem Talib is that angry dude. I love his persona. I love that people hate him. Douche. I love that about. Him. I love that about him. Exactly. <laughs> just like you. you. You have to have those guys. Exactly. If it wasn't for me, I mean, where would you guys be right now? I mean, nowhere. Exactly. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah. So the point is, point is, um, they're both suspended two games. It was reduced to one game suspension. Uh, it, it hurts. Playoffs starting. No Michael Crabtree. Uh, I mean, 
They're, they're also going to be without Amari. Right now, Johnny Holton and Seth Roberts are the starting wide receivers for the Oakland Raiders. Um, it's Jared Cook week, fellas. They're playing the Giants. Fire up Jared Cook. Play him everywhere you got him. DFS, I don't give a shit. You're playing Even him. if there's one point week? Yeah, I don't give a shit after. He had a week. bad week against I'm the going, Broncos previously, I'm too, going, so I didn't expect back, a whole lot. Yeah, I'm going back to the well with him. I, I am. I'm, I'm actually going to have to start Seth Roberts probably somewhere, too, just because. Johnny Holton. A lot, a lot of people are going to have Cordero to. Cordero Patterson. Seth Roberts is shit. Cordero Patterson. What's, what's, Patterson what's a Cordero playbook? What's a Cordero? A Cordero. Is that like Cordero? But I'm Cordero, not starting Cordero. Cordero, corduroy jeans, pants, whatever you want to no. call them. Oh, no. It's definitely Cordero. But I'm not starting Cordero Patterson ever again because I did a long time ago and I don't want to talk about it. Um. So yeah, it's it's just I guess against the Giants, this is gonna be an ugly game. You're gonna have you're gonna have Geno Smith, or sorry, maybe Eli, then Geno Smith, maybe even a little bit of Davis Webb, and you're gonna have Johnny Holton and Seth Roberts on the other side of the ball. It's it's where we're at in the NFL right now. Cordero I mean, Patterson with injuries. Corderell, sorry, um, <laughs> but it's it's crazy. I mean, what do you guys are you starting any of those people? Anybody other than Jared Cook or what? Patterson. You're Ridiculous. not really starting. Cordero. If I had him, I'd start him. Why? You can go pick because him up. How guys. bad must your team be if you're yeah, starting? No, you're starting they got to throw to somebody. They got to throw. Yeah, somebody. they're going to throw it to Jared. They're going to throw it. Gonna, Is he going to catch it? Twenty yard. The, yeah, he's got a decent catch rate this year. Cordero Patterson. I'm not even sure how many routes he's been running. He's been playing special teams for them. No, he's been running routes. He's got like ten to fifteen. Like on the sideline. No, ten to fifteen catches side. and like ten rushes for a hundred yards. That's still right, you right. even know like what the He's got like oh. 250 yards from scrimmage behind. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get Zach's take on Patterson because Zach is a Vikings fan. Patterson played for the Vikings. Zach? Really? Yeah. I thought he was a Jesus H. <laughs> Zach. It was stupid. He was so dumb. He couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't learn the playbook in Minnesota. I mean, he had an attitude. The guy was just. He's not. He's not even worth rostering, if you ask yeah. me. He's a gimmick player. He's like Percy oh. Harvin, but he can't run routes. Oh, so he's exactly. like a little like Jets. Yeah, he's just yeah. If you're starting him, your other wide receivers must be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you, I think if you own him in a dynasty league, then you're doing dynasty very wrong. Like you, or you're trying you, to lose. You're or you can try to lose without Cordero. I think. But AJ, AJ, it'll be very interesting to see because okay. Seth Roberts is, has been the guy that. Okay, well, Seth Roberts is one that has been that always vultures yeah. touchdowns. That's my thing. Is he's he gets he had more red zone use than Amari Cooper did last year. So I mean, I, you know, and that that's the red zone. that's that is backed up with completely zero facts. Let's keep in mind. But <laughs> so in a standard league, are you like AJ? Are you starting Patterson in a standard league? Um. No. Okay. In a PPR league, you are, though, I take it. I would if I could. Is the O... You probably can, dude. I promise you can go... I if I wasn't on the waiver wire every week, I mean, I would. Let's say... Let's put the over-under on catches at five. Are you over or are you under? I'm probably at a push. Okay. Because I'm going with about three, maybe four. If you said the over-under was two, I'd say under. (laughs) 
That's a, but if I would say that if he catches more than two but two he balls, if he catches five balls, the, the three wide, wide receivers that were left last week. Well, here's something right. I can guarantee you that he will average less than ten yards per catch. He had whatever 24 it is. last week against Denver. Okay, uh, to your point, AJ, he might have been you know with a yardage or whatever it was, but that was also with Crab and Cooper on the field drawing the defense's attention. If he's going to be the lead. Okay, so with Cooper was did Cooper go down the first? No, Crabtree went out in like two minutes in the game. Cooper went right, out. I don't Cooper. know when he went. I don't know when he went okay. out exactly. But he had four four targets, three catches, seventy two yards in the game against New England. He had four catches, four targets, forty five yards. Okay, I would probably put it at, at the four catches for forty five yards. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd put his his ceiling at about that with maybe a gimmick touchdown. If you're really hurting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, four catches, Nick, forty-five yards is eight points, and then six for a touchdown. You got fourteen points. That's a decent AJ, play. AJ Nick is like remiss right now that you want to start Cordero Patterson. Like he is just like he's um, talking to you like a disappointed father. Like he just cannot believe that you even are thinking about it. Like, like, like don't do other, drugs. Like, don't do Cordero Patterson. Don't are your. Other receivers like Sammy Coates and Deontay Thompson or whatever. Dude, give me Deontay Thompson over Cordero. <laughs> See, Zach I, understands because he's a Minnesota fan. He under, he was a part of the hype initially, and I, I know I, every, everybody bought into it. How could you not? He was a combine freak. I mean, whenever whenever he was coming into the league, everybody's like <laughs> Cordero Patterson. He's got he's got the measurables of a defensive lineman, but he's going to be catching. 15 touchdowns a season, just like Calvin Johnson. And then you're like, oh, that's right. You have to be able to catch the ball to be a receiver. That he has exciting. a 77 catch rate this I don't, year. I don't, 21 for 27, 186 I don't, yards. I don't, you can tell me whatever stats you want, AJ. I've seen him with my two eyeballs be bad at football his whole career. All it takes so, is one game. To be good? To be no, good or no, to be relevant to, in fantasy? To, to be relevant in fantasy. Well, that's, that's fair, but... But you're like you're calling your a dart throw basically right now. No, I'm saying he's gonna be good for this week, and then Crabtree comes back, and maybe even Cooper, and he's going back to relevancy for the rest of the year. But for this one week, he's gonna be a good play. All right, so I we're in agreement. See him as a possible flex on a DFS. Janoris Jenkins is out, so there goes anybody okay. that's good. And then you got Eli Apple and DRC. That's... All right, so Jared Cook week, well, agree. Moving on to Darren McFadden retiring. <laughs> Uh, it's it's been a long and tough road for Darren McFadden. Uh, speaking of a of a preseason hype guy, every year he was super talented. Uh, it sucks because obviously never like to see anybody retire, but oh! it was it was his it was his time. What um, the hell was that? I have no idea what that was, but but let's let's go ahead and stick with Dallas and McFadden retiring. Um, Dallas without Zeke guys has been bad. They've been. Legit bad. A Dak has not had a touchdown Sucks. since week since week nine. Um, it's it's scary. I mean, I don't know what to do. They're America's team, fellas. What are we gonna do? America's team is bad. That's that's a joke for anybody that couldn't tell us being sarcastic. They are yeah, not American. Tell that you're being sarcastic at all. <laughs> uh, so I mean, what's going? I mean, obviously, Dez isn't really very good at football anymore. Um, he's old and washed up at the age of twenty eight. Um, so, so Jason Witten is now their best football player. Apparently, is that where we're at with the Dallas offense? Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably their most most reliable player. 
I don't want to well, talk about the Cowboys because they're that bad. There's nobody to play besides Witten. I mean, Alfred Morris has been has been pretty efficient. He hasn't really been Okay, but they're producing. always down, so he doesn't get to run. And they well, that's Rod what I'm Smith. saying. So Rod Smith yeah. and Jason Witten, that's about it. Yeah, it's it's a sad sight because they were supposed to have so much fantasy goodness, and it was going to be, you know, Dak was just going to be bombing touchdowns all the time to Dez, and he was going to just be matching up on dudes in the end zone, and it was going to be glorious, and it's not what's happened. Um uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to some sad news in Indy. Indianapolis, I know. Pass. I don't want to talk about team poopy buttholes. Well, center Ryan Kelly, probably probably the best offensive lineman you guys have, right? I would assume, um, is out this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're on a 2018. Dude, the Jaguars may really have like 20 sacks this week. Whoa, I mean, it's it's just going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. You don't start anybody other than Jack Doyle, and I'm not sure if you can actually start him. No, he's a sit. But I'm, but he, but I'm saying he's way more startable than T.Y. this week. He's startable um, than T.Y. over every week. Yeah, some weeks. Most weeks. But it's it's going to be it's gonna be Leonard Fournette and Jacksonville's defense, and this might be one of the most boring, ugly games of the season to watch. Nick, you look uh, very. I dumb. feel like every pod, at, at some point, we just have to kick the Colts in the dick. Like you just make a point of that. Like they're bad. Let's move on. You're not starting anybody. If you are, uh, I would probably start <laughs> Patterson ah. over Ty Hilton. There you go. You're not uh, starting Gore. You're not starting Mac. You're not starting Moncrief. If you still have Moncrief on your roster, you should go kick your own ass. <laughs> you should trade him for Cordero Patterson. Uh, Ty, get the fuck out of here. No, you're not starting anybody. If if you were ballsy enough to do anything with fantasy and that team, it would be the defense, hoping to plant yeah. Bortles on his. Turkey ass. Even without Rashad Melvin, though, it's tough. Yeah, oh, I know. Gonna play. Oh, he is going to play. Yeah, Melvin's going to play. Oh, then I actually do kind of. That is actually that's a that'd be a great DFS play in tournaments. Would be Colts defense because I'm sure they're they're very cheap and you still have Blake Bortles throwing the ball. So yeah, your there's last always call on defense shot. was pretty bad. What, what was that? I can't even remember. It was like two pods ago. I think it was like. Good call. Good. I don't know. Good it was bad. All right. It was bad. Glad we're talking about it. Yeah. Well, uh, Aaron don't Jones. Don't listen to Joel. Aaron Jones and uh, Ty Montgomery are close to practicing, but they still aren't practicing. Still not going to play this week. Aaron Jamal got a light one in. Jamal Williams uh, was was pretty damn good last week, uh, fantasy wise, obviously. Um, but this week he plays Tampa Bay. They still don't have anybody other than him, and. Jamal Williams may be, may be one of those guys that can end up winning you a fantasy championship. Uh, what, what do you guys think? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's good almost as bad as my, my Patterson take, so no. <laughs> I, I like Jamal. It's, it's just going to be tough to see how it all shakes out in the coming weeks. I don't think that Montgomery plays this week. I thought I read that Aaron Jones got a light practice in or partial practice or something like that. So, given that it's Wednesday, he there's still a chance that he could suit up. 
But going forward, I mean, Montgomery and Jones are just going to get healthier, and it's just going to be two... The Eagles, 2.0. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's going to be wish. too tough to kind of figure out which, which guy is going to rise to the top. Jamal Williams can help you get into the playoffs, but I don't think he's going to ride take you to the championship. I mean, he was playing Pittsburgh's D, though. I mean, they're pretty solid. I mean, yeah, and I mean, he had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. Like, it's not like, it's not like he did nothing. I mean, it's not like it was lucky. I mean, he he had a forty-yard receiving touchdown that he made a pretty nice move. Dude, look explosive. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason he was drafted ahead of Aaron Jones. Explosive. Okay, but then there's a reason he was behind Aaron Jones. Well, no, but I, I understand there's a re- – but but my point is is that it's not like he's a scrub. He was drafted before Aaron Jones. Like, he's he is serviceable. Obviously, they liked him more than Aaron Jones, bef- you know, in the uh, after the draft process. So I, I think he's – I mean, listen, we're talking about starting Cordero Patterson this week, and you, you're, you're saying – We're not. Jamal, like, we aren't. No, we aren't. We, we aren't. aren't. We aren't. Somebody All right, is. so but, – But, I mean, I think that he's he's – as legitist of an RB two as you can find right now. Legitist. Legitist. Yes. Look what? it up. Nope. Nope. Okay. Good talk. As hey. legit of a wide receiver you can find right now. Or a running back. Yeah, I thought he was a running back. Well, either way. I'm. I'm running back, I mean, wide receiver. I put him ahead of Orleans Darkwa. I mean, if you're relegated to starting Orleans Darkwa. Um. What about? What about Jarek McKinnon? Would you put him over Jarek McKinnon? No. Two down weeks? No. I would. No. I would because of Latavius Murray. Dude, Latavius Murray's been getting... Who are they playing? That's my question. Latavius Murray's been getting a lot of work, though. He's yeah. been getting 15-plus carries, yes. He's been... Yeah, and, and he's Split been... snaps. And, yeah, and he's been in, in goal-line situations. Goal line, in, yeah. in, the, in the important scoring situations, Latavius Murray's been in. So. He's falling forward for touchdowns, yes. And, and yeah, Jamal Williams is fantasy the, points. Yeah, Jamal Williams is the only running back in that backfield. So right. I, I just think he's safe right now. I mean, whatever. Twenty one for sixty six. It's not pretty, but And the the Vikings will spread the ball around a lot more than than Brett Hudling will. Like he he'll kind of scamp around and try and find somebody, but he likes his check down, so it it, it helps Jamal. I would I would probably go with Jamal over McKinnon right now. I like next next two games are Tampa Bay line. and Cleveland. For Jamal. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Those well, are... wait. Well, Please, next week the, is going to be ones... next week. It's going to go back to the mo- the three headed monster anyway. So I would start him this week against Tampa Bay for sure. Potentially, potentially, it's still something to monitor. Well, but who knows? Maybe if he comes out seriously, the, the Packers yeah. have, have been. You know, they're the type of team that if he comes out and he scores two touchdowns against Tampa Bay, they're not going to just bench him for. for no, they're not going to bench him, but they're going to take touches away from yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. If if he can, I mean, because if Eric Jones. Time won't even even come back and play. Uh, I mean, it's still still up in the air. They're they're both still still questionable. They're actually both still listed as day to day. But I mean, you know, Aaron Jones, he his injury happened like two three weeks ago. It was November nineteenth, I believe. And and I mean, it's it's something that or November twelfth actually is what it was. But it's a knee injury, so it's it's very skeptical and just be explosive. And be as good as he was, because mm-hmm. I mean, Tymon was cracked ribs, and you know that hurts like hell. But that's not well, going he to came back from it for like a couple of weeks, and then he got hurt again. Yeah, but so but that's not soft. Going, but it's not going to affect the way he runs. Crazy soft because he got hurt with cracked ribs. Fuck you. That is such a <laughs> fucking. He is he got. He is an NF. Get the 
Fuck off, AJ. Get the fuck out of here. Cracked ribs. You would be. Cra- you couldn't do a podcast with cracked ribs. What are you talking about? <laughs> Get you can lay down next to your girlfriend with cracked ribs. Oh, good one. Good one. But he could lay down next to your girlfriend <laughs> with cracked ribs. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're starting Jamal Williams over Cordell Patterson. <laughs> That's the way the news goes. We're done. I'm still going to send it. Um, so Robert Woods is still out this week. That is good news, though, because that means Cooper Cup, potentially, potentially rookie of the year, Cooper Cup. No, uh, he just had his biggest game of the season. It's it's obviously Alvin Kamara, but I just was like to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup just had his his best game of the season. I believe it was 116 yards he had last week. Uh, Sammy found the end zone. It, it was a it was a great game. Two of the best teams in the league, Saints and Rams. Uh, what are you guys thinking yeah, with? Oh Jesus! I am still going to send it. Um, so what do you guys think with with Sammy? And with Robert Woods being out, do you think Patrick Peterson is going to to cover Sammy? You think they're going to scheme for for Cup and and uh, Sammy? What do you guys think? What do you think, okay. Zach? Let's hear from you. Sorry, I missed it. My dog was just drinking out of the toilet. It's all- <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Patrick Peterson covering. Cooper Cup so, so or Sammy Watkins this week? Yeah. Who, who do you like you, he'll be covering more? Sammy. I, I would rather I'd rather take Cup over Sammy. Mm-hmm. I've I've tried to put my faith in Sammy Watkins all year this year. I got him on, in a couple leagues, and um, I'll just I'm just done. I'll At least start it's Cup. not like 15 shares of best ball for Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's actually like 17 shares. But thanks for bringing it up. Um, oh damn. I actually think that that they're both startable. Cup is a much safer play. But I think the way that, that Sean McVay works with that offense, that they will scheme for Sammy, and they're going to have more design plays for both of them this week. Um, but but Cooper Cup is is most definitely the safer play. Um, but really, Todd Gurley is just – he's the safest play of them all. I mean, he's every week just just going to – going to crush it. I mean, it's, it is what it is. He's just just probably the safest safest play in fantasy. Nick, what do you think? You, you, you sad that your your boy Robert Woods is out? Just kidding, Robert Woods is my fucking boy. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a cup guy. <laughs> uh, I I loved him getting 11 targets this past week. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I think it's gonna keep going. It, he put up catches. He put up numbers when they fed him the balls. So they're gonna they're gonna keep doing it. Peterson's gonna shadow. Well, I don't think he's going to shadow, but he's going to be locked on Watkins the majority yeah. of the game. I think he gets another nine, ten targets, at least ninety yards, maybe a touchdown. But Gurley's Gurley's going to have a good game. Mm. Hopefully, Legatron kicks it like three or four sixty yarders. Oh, right. right. Over. Are you guys worried about that Arizona run D though at all? I mean, they've been pretty solid lately. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. They they I'm shut not. down Fournette last last week. Well, well and then they, uh, I mean, granted, they haven't really faced too many good running backs. I mean, they faced Hyde a few weeks ago. Only, you know, they only gave up 47 yards. Seattle, they got, you know, so many good running backs over there. Only gave up 56. So, I mean, yeah, they haven't faced good talent. But, I mean. The thing is, Jacksonville has, like, three plays with Fournette. Run left, run right, run up the middle. Like, 
Uh, but so, he's not used in the passing game the way that that Todd Gurley. Right, that's all. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. Like yeah. LA is going to scheme different ways to get him the ball, get him yeah. in space. They don't really do that because Fournette isn't a back like Gurley is. Yeah, like he's he's good, but he's not all around good. No, Leonard Fournette and Todd Gurley are very different. They're just, I mean their run styles are just are just very different. Yeah. And and plus I believe that Sean McVay is. I don't think you can really argue saying he's the best offensive mind in the NFL. He he took the Jeff Fisher Rams and made them one of the most fantasy relevant offenses this year within within six months. I mean that's amazing. That is that's absolutely amazing. I mean they got um, him players. They got him playmakers. Well, well, but it's it it's not just the playmakers. It's not it has nothing. Robert Woods has been their best. Robert Woods has been their best receiver. It's not just about their playmakers. It's about they the, he schemes them so Robert well. Robert Woods was one of the better it, receivers on the Bills with Samuel there. So it was just like a reunion all over again. It's the Los Angeles Bills. Yeah, no, they are not. They are so much that that Bills offense wishes they could be fifty percent of what. What this offense? If you change Tyrod with Jared Goff in the Bills' offense last year when the O line was good, you'd probably have the same product product on the field. Dude, you're missing you're missing my point. It's Sean McVay, and it's yeah. and that is where it is. You 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 cannot like I just don't think you can argue with it because you you just look at what Todd Gurley was last year. Was has Todd Gurley changed talent from last year? No. He was still getting the same amount of volume, still getting – he wasn't being used in the passing game like he was, but that has, has so much to do with it. I mean, Sean McVay is – he's he's still in my heart, guys. I love him. I mean, he's amazing. He's amazing. I do love him. And what I would give – I haven't give. I, I like Anthony Lynn. He's he's one of the best. You guys should watch Anthony Lynn post-game interview. He's amazing. But I would, what I would do to see Sean McVay go to Los Angeles Chargers, it wouldn't be very far for him to move. Um, but that would be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, Robert Woods out. Start Cooper Cup. He's probably going to have 120 yards this week. What's what's the uh, what's your over under on Todd Gurley touchdowns? What, I'll I'll set set the over under at one. Think he's got push. more than one push, one tutty. You think that's safe? Over. I'm taking I it, over. I think I think so too. I think two touchdowns is a. I think a two touchdown Todd Gurley day is going to happen. He's due for a 40 burger. No, <laughs> he is. Um, Julio's due for another 50 then because he um, well let's go ahead and move on to the next next exciting news and notes uh, Turd Cutter says that Jameis will start next week against the Packers so that means it's Mike Evans week Mike Damn Evans great. is going to explode this week against Green Bay and Jameis is going to come in Probably get hurt within two minutes, and Fitzmagic will be back in. But it doesn't matter. Still, Mike Evans' week. Um, in all seriousness, I'm very excited to have Jameis back, and hopefully, he doesn't. Probably is going to, but Mike Evans, man, it's it's his week. What do you guys think? Zach, you start. I don't want to hear them. You, you first. <laughs> he missed yeah, it again. Yeah, uh, I mean, what's that? I said he missed it again. <laughs> I don't miss anything except when my dog's drinking out of the damn toilet. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, with Winston coming back, I mean, I don't know. Are you guys worried about his shoulder at all? I mean, him getting, you know, pulled again or something? Taking a nice, <laughs> nice big sack for a loss of 20 and laying down that right shoulder. Yep. That's gonna I happen. wasn't worried. I wasn't worried about it, but I am now. I mean, <laughs> hey. 
I, mean, I could just imagine that happening, and then all of a sudden, you know, him and Mike Evans and, you know, everyone just started to take a dump. Yeah, I could see that, too. I didn't even think about that, and that makes me sad. I mean, the Packers The Packers have played well. I don't, I've, I've watched both Packers games for some reason the last two weeks, and they've looked much better. I mean, I think that, that Hundley has really looked, looked much better and has improved significantly. They're, I, I don't think he's taking the – the high risk throws that he was in there, you know, I mean, Devonte Adams he is his, his baby right now. He's just going, going to him every chance he gets. And he, he's been taking a lot safer routes. And I think that this game could end up, I actually like the Packers to win this game, even with Jameis. I, I don't hate it because uh, Tampa, same. And I hate to say that. <laughs> yeah. And, and oh my God. Get me Tampa off Bay's, here. Tampa Bay's defense is, is so so bad. I mean, they are. They're terrible. They are just so bad. They don't even know how to play football anymore. I know. It's it. I mean, it's it's amazing. And the fact that that AJ, you really think that we are like crazy for thinking that right now? Yeah. They barely beat the Bears. Well, that's the Bears too, though. Yeah, I mean, the Bears are are decent. I mean, the Bears aren't great, but their offense is awful. They have no offense. They got a pretty decent defense. Point is, it's you, it's tough to say. Well, they beat this team, so therefore they'll beat this team. Like, it's hard to to do that. Giants I mean, are better than every team because they beat the Chiefs. I mean, that's kind of my point. Like, so by your logic, like the Chiefs are still a better team than the Patriots because they beat them the first game of the season. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like I, but anyway, exactly, I, exactly. I mean, if Jameis okay, plays a full game, they're not going to lose to Green Bay. There's no chance. Oh, I think there is a chance. But is it in Green Bay? Yes. It is in Green Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay is a one, up as three one point, point favorite. And they're a one point favorite oh, now. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Martin's out too, right? Mm hmm. Yep, possibly. He's concussed mm-hmm. right now. Jaquiz Rogers start him. Mm-hmm. No. DFS. No. Okay. Um, yeah, so Turd Cutter. Money, it's okay. Turd cutter dessert. He he. His job needs to be gone. It, it does. It's it, it, actually not his job. He needs to be gone from his job. Like they still need a coach, but <laughs> he does not need to be the guy. Um. I mean, I, maybe I'm being too harsh, but dirt cutter is not good, right? You guys agree with me, or am I wrong? No, oh, he gone at the end of the year. Okay. Okay. Thought so. Greg Schiano. Jeez. No. <laughs> Jesus. I'll leave him in Tennessee. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Butch Jones can stay in Tennessee. It's been fun. It's yeah. been very fun. Um, all right. So Devontae, so, Devontae Freeman is going to finally come back against the Vikings. Good um, luck. The, the Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a great matchup by any means. Actually, it's a terrible matchup. He's going to um, go off. But oh, okay. 40 burger. But I've seen people on Twitter saying, well, now it's Tevin Coleman's job because – he did so good, and I said, "You guys don't know how football works." But yeah, it's it's back to the two-headed monster, and it's not really two-headed monster. It's just kind of like a two-headed house cat, really. Is what I mean. The like. only reason you play Coleman now is, I mean, PPR flex probably desperation because you don't want to start Cordero Patterson. That's about where <laughs> where he would be at. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, Atlanta's offense is actually they've been coming on a lot more in the last coming couple on what? Weeks. Coming on a lot more, a, a, a lot, lot more what? A lot, a lot more viciously, a lot more of your 
stupid face. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but that was uh, vicious, think, man. I, wow. I, I think that, that <laughs> yeah, take that. I think that Atlanta is I've been saying it for a couple weeks. I think they're they're a dark horse team to upset somebody in the playoffs. To really really hurt some feelings. Are they gonna make the playoffs? No, because they're <laughs> behind Carolina and New Orleans, I believe, right? Okay, well right? let me tell you let me let me tell you. Right now, the playoff picture, the Falcons would make the wild card because they're seven and four. Um, the Seahawks actually would be out of the playoffs if, if this would be if, if it ended today. Um, okay. So, so I mean, it's uh, it's it's crazy, man. The Panthers are in the playoffs. They're eight and three. How are the Panthers eight and three? Because they I, won I eight games wins, and they okay. lost three wins. Jesus Christ! This is this is um, this is the last podcast I'm ever doing with you fucks. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, it's it's weird though because we haven't talked about Carolina being good all season. We haven't really talked about them winning a lot of games or or really being that great of a team. But what? now it seems like now it seems like they're oh they're coming goodness. down. What what do you what what? Oh my goodness! Ian. If you you're not reference seeing, back to our pod not, back when the Eagle before the Eagles played them, you're like, oh, they're possibly one of the best teams in the league. This is like what six weeks ago, and they go, and now you're like, oh, they're not that good. Well, I don't think I ever called Carolina one of the best teams in the league. First off, you can show me where I said that. But either way, my point is, is that there are a lot of teams that that are sticking around there that we're forgetting about. That it's it's going to come down to the last week. Usually, week seventeen. Or, or anyways, the last couple of years, week 17, there's only been one or two really important games, it seemed like, that, that really mattered. And it it's really shaping up like these last couple of weeks are every single game is going to matter. Other than unless you play for the New York Giants, then then you're fucked. <laughs> Basically. Or the Browns. Uh, or the, well, the, the Browns at least have uh, Saquon to look forward to next year. Um, with that, let's move on to the name game. Nick, what? What? What happened? What? What? Is it? What? Is it my turn? What? 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 In what? the butt. All right. All right. So let's start the game. Zach, you know how the game works. Damn right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the the way the game is played, you know the rules already, but I'll just go over it one more time. So I'm gonna have a list of. Items, they're all going to have the same initials. Each item is going to have Sorry, I just, just want to check five clues. Uh, once I read the clues, you can ring it at any time. Yeah, your name is your buzzer. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, you're out for the rest of that item. So with that said, we've got, let's see here, one, six, seven. We got, we got eight. We got eight initials, or eight items. And this week's initials are going to be M. S. Give me a second here. Think it over. Joel's got a weird grin like he just farted. All right. Oh, man. All right. I'm so excited. Are you excited? Yeah. So excited. I have... Nipples. <laughs> All right. I have nothing right now. There's nothing going in this brain that thinks of Good MS deal. besides for like multiple sclerosis. Sc- normal. All, all, All I right. can think, think of is monkey scrotum. Um, anyways, uh, he retired three years ago. I don't think I can use. Him. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That's true. All right, item Two. one of MS. Clue number one: Born November eleventh, nineteen eighty-six, in Long Beach, California. <laughs> How do you not know this already? <laughs> Clue number two is played for five NFL teams. 
Number three was a first-round pick in 2009. Zach. Zach. Um, Mark Sanchez. Nailed it. Oh! That's the, oh. probably the only MS I know now. Oh, my gosh. We Martin get to Scorsese. Martin Scorsese did not play football, correct? Uh, no. Okay, just making sure. Maybe, like, no. No, he didn't. All right. Damn uh, it. Good, good job, bro. MS. Hey, thanks, man. Clue number one. Oh, quit. Quit. It's really <laughs> for suck. <laughs> All right. I had a <laughs> clue number one. Third round draft pick in 2012. Clue number two has a career passer rating of 158.3. Oh, Joel. Joel. Mohamed Sanu. Mohamed Sanu. You're going to be kidding me. What's that up? That might be Joel's What's first up? ever correct What's answer. Up? What is up? I just saw that stat where he's like 5 for 5 for 158.3. I was like, yes. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, All right. I'm let's so end the game. Excited for the game's over. The game's All over right. now. Let's end it. I want to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Item three of MS. Clue number one, has played for four teams in his NFL career. Uh, clue number two, was a two-time Pro Bowler. Clue number three, was a third-round pick in 2004. Mm-hmm. AJ, was that your buzzer going off? No. no. <laughs> clue number four, has run, he ran for four touchdowns and thrown for 135 during his career. And clue number five, he started off as a backup to Michael Vick. Um, five, four, three, two, one. I don't know, man. Nobody? Nobody. Don't fuck with MS. <laughs> Matt Schaub. Oh. Unbelievable. Wow, that's unbelievable. If you would have told me how many pick sixes he'd thrown in a game in a row, like eight, I would have had you all day. Yeah, you would have, but you didn't. All right, you guys all suck. Okay, <laughs> item four of MS. I'm so happy to be tied for the lead right now. It feels so good. Number, uh, clue number one was a second round pick out of Texas Southern. Clue two is a seven time Pro Bowl, four time All Pro, and a one time Super Bowl champ. Number three, hosted the home improvement program Backyard Stadiums on the DIY network. What? Clue number Dude. four. <laughs> Clue number four has 854 combined tackles in his career. Clue number five, set the single season record with 22 and a half sacks in 2001. Oh, Zach. Zach. Michael Strahan. There it is. Uh, why didn't you say he has a gap between his teeth? That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. It's not mean. All right. So Zach takes the lead again, and Fredo's just cherry chilling. He's just, just hanging out. All right. Item five of MS. Clue number one, a six-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, and a two-time Super Bowl champ. Clue number two is a fifth-round pick in 2008. Clue number three, career average of five and a half yards per rush. Clue number four, career average of 46 yards per catch. Clue number five, son of Hall of Famer Jackie Slater. Huh. That's amazing. I don't know this. Five, four, three, two. AJ? Stop Googling. 
Stop Googling, AJ. AJ. I'm not. AJ. Matthew Slater. There it is. Woo! I thought so. I thought it was Matt Slater, and then I was oh, like, no. Oh, you did not. You did not. And, the, and then no I was idea. like, no, that's that's not a person. I was just going to guess Matthew. You had no idea. Get out of here. I, I, All right, I, so Fredo's on the board, tied with Joel. Oh, man, I'm going to lose now. I actually got an MS in my head now, and it's, it wasn't Matthew Slater. but. <laughs> I hope you don't have MS in your head. Anyways. Wow. All right. Gosh. Defending. All right. Item six of MS. Clue number one, drafted in 2009 out of Georgia. Clue two, born February 7th in Tampa, Florida. Nobody on that one? Okay. <laughs> Clue number three, longtime besties with Clayton Kershaw. Oh, Joel, Joel, Joel. Holy Joel, crap. Joel, Joel. Joel. Uh, so, I think Zach buzzed in first. No, no, no. No? No? AJ, did you buzz in? Yeah. No? It's... Joel. Okay, Joel. It's it's Matthew Stafford. No, wrong. Hang on, you gotta play the. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're right. You're right. I just want to see your face. Oh man, I'm so sad. I was like, no, no, he is because I saw it. I seen it. They were all right. They were both highest paid men in in their respective sport at one point. So we've got a barn burner going right now. Oh, Joel's this... got two. Zach's got good. two. Fredo's just laying in the tall grass with mm-hmm. one. Feels real good to be in first place. Tied. tied. Whatever. It's tied. It's like one A, one B kind of deal. Okay. Yeah, technically you're B tied since up, you got two first. Really. <laughs> Clue or item seven. Clue number one. Undrafted in 2010. Uh, Clue number two. Scored five touchdowns in his career. Clue number three. Career average of ten and a ten point six yards per punt return and twenty five point nine yards per kickoff return. Clue number four started six games in his career, all for the Minnesota Vikings. What the hell? And clue number five starred at the University Zach's of Minnesota. Googling right now. Stop googling, Zach. Wait, wait. Can you repeat the last one? Sure. I <laughs> clue number five, like, quote unquote, starred at the University of Minnesota. Oh. Oh, Zach. Zach. Marcus Sherrills. Yes. I'm there mathematically it is. eliminated. <laughs> oh man if Fredo gets this next one right <laughs> guys Zach I didn't wins. lose I didn't lose <laughs> no, you didn't win so you kind of lost but if I didn't you're not lose. first your last alright let's go let's go I got this last All one right. let's go let's go you got you got a tiebreaker right uh no but I can come up with one I can come up with one if you need to okay. alright item one, no, you're not gonna need it item eight Clue one is a second round pick. AJ. AJ. Mike Singletary. That's my Nailed it. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) He was sitting on that one. (laughs) Damn it. Does that mean I tied with AJ? God damn it. (laughs) Let's go. I still got last. I still still got got last. Hats off to Zach. (laughs) Good. Oh, Joel already took his head off. Wow, that was... was You were sitting on that one. Yep, that's why I I said I had that ass in my head. Uh Appreciate the assist. That was pretty good. Well, that was fun. Wow! That was a good one. Can we hear the other ones that you had for Mike Singletary, at least? Born in Houston, played college ball at Baylor. Ten-time Pro Bowl, seven-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ. Famously benched his starting tight end during a game in 20... or 2008, and member of the Monsters of the Midway. 
Yep, I, I wouldn't have known any of that besides Monsters of the Midway. Well, that was uh, that was good. That was a good round. I'm glad that I still ended up losing somehow because AJ took his shot and made it and um, ended up in last place. Uh, Nailed it. Dude, you suck at this game. Well, well I, do. I, really do. <laughs> I really do, man. I suck so bad at it. It is not that hard. <laughs> Uh, well, Zach, it was fun, man. Um, we appreciate you coming on the pod. Uh, you, would you have any uh, final last words? Not like forever, but just on this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, is this, uh, you guys going to kill me now or what? <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, go Vikes. Eagles are going down oh, in the playoffs. I can wrong. tell you that right now. Wrong. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, guys. It was a good time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great having you. AJ, you have any final thoughts? I have a question. So Robbie <laughs> Anderson's value right now. Yes. Are we are we lowballing him or should he be legit? I think he's legit. I think Robbie Anderson's legit. Because I mean, he was doing this kind of, like kind of at the end of the last year when Bryce Petty was starting, and Josh McCown's now starting, and he might not be there next year. But do we think we can continue success with his next quarterback? Zach, what do you think? Your final thought on Robbie Anderson? No, uh, no, I don't think so. Honestly, um, if you're gonna ask me, I would try to. Sell All right, well, on the neck. I mean, you could probably get Ryan first round value. Yeah, I think I I I do agree with that. If you can get a first round pick for him, I would do that. I have I, a table or offer on the table for a late 2018 first for him, but I'm almost to the playoffs. It's like a touchy subject. Might be. I think it might be a wash. Um, any any final thoughts for for our listener? No, Nick. No, I was talking to you, oh, AJ. Nick. Good talk. Oh, um, <laughs> Josh Gordon, Nick. start him this week. Josh Gordon, there you go. Josh Gordon, do not really start him this week. Start but sure. him. Start him. Nick. Nick. Final thoughts. He's I'm so, so amazed at the fucking Cordero Patterson talk that we <laughs> wasted so much time on. I, I just I can't wrap my mind around that that was a talking point. It, it it just I, I can we do CP for initials next so then I can say quarter so Cord Patterson every time. You certainly can. I you gotta pronounce it right to get it right though. Nailed it. Oh well, I'll be practicing. Circle gets the square. Well, well, that was fun, guys. Um, some some playoffs start this week. Um, if, in in some leagues, not very many. Uh, but but this is probably your last week to try and get in the playoffs. So if if you are, you know, go all or nothing. It, this is what this is what the whole year's come down to. We are uh, we're at the end of our rope, and and we gotta gotta shoot our shot and make the playoffs and win all that money. Um, with that, I'm Joel Davis. Thank you for listening to New Pod Order, and check out ffdynasty260.com where you can find all of our content. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, I'm I'm AJ, and I'm at Chicken Alfredo, and then we got Zach at. Ah, uh, shit, his handle's really long, so he could just say it himself. FF Dynasty underscore ZTP. There we go. And then uh, go. we got Nickasaurus at Nickasaurus31. Hey. And, uh, and Joel can go fuck and himself, and he's done. Thank you for listening to the new pod order presented by FFD260.